I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Onyx. I've been thinking long and hard about this episode. Longer and harder than anyone else you've ever met, I reckon. Onyx is in that realm of fantasy monsters which gets an automatic thumbs up from me, because it kind of reminds me of the worms from Frank Herbert's Dune, the father of modern space opera. Onyx is a big snake made of rocks. It's in that bracket of monster designs which are very simple, but nonetheless instantly iconic. It's also the first monster we're covering on this show which is legitimately huge. This thing is more like a dinosaur than a cute little bird or mouse. Walking into a cave in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and seeing an Onyx in the overworld was a pretty big moment. Onyx's shiny form is also worth tracking down. Shiny Olyx is a solid gold in colour and it looks pretty gangster, all said. Of course, legend has it that there exists an even more bling Onyx than gold. Since the earliest games, Onyx Pokedex entries have said that if it lives long enough in the intense pressures of the earth, Onyx can harden into diamond. In the anime we did see a cute little crystal Onyx, but the games sure made us wait to see that diamond form. First though, we saw the introduction of a metallic evolution in the second generation. Trade an Onyx holding a metal coat and you get Steelix. This is Pokemon sharing an important message about always putting a protective coat on one's Onyx. Steelix is bigger and spikier and has a jaw like a shovel. More importantly, it's coated in metal. I remember being a little disappointed as a kid. Although Steelix is a very cool evolution, I had hoped to see a Diamond Onyx in the flesh, as it were. What I should have paid attention to was the name of that evolution item, Metal Coat. Steelix isn't metal all the way through. As of the 6th generation, we got to see Mega Steelix. Suddenly, big crystal spikes protrude through the metal armour, and we can see that Steelix really was made of diamond all along. Despite being rock hard, steel hard, and diamond hard, Onyx and Steelix have had a pretty rough run of it in the competitive video game scene. Despite having outrageously high defense stats, they don't have much else to play with, and so they rarely see use. Their large size and intimidating design meant they see a lot of use by in-game trainers. Steelix in particular feels like it pops out in every other battle in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. In both the anime and the video games, Onyx is very strongly associated with Brock. In Brock's first appearance, as a gym leader in Pokemon Red and Blue, he uses the words rock hard three or four times. Combined with his anime portrayal as a perpetual hound dog, and honestly a bit of a sex pest, it makes sense that his signature Pokemon is a big rock snake. Friend of the show and number one superfan Andrew Rice got with this to say. 
What's up, Luke Loves Pokemon? It's me, Andrew, here to talk about the big issues, like Onyx. How does he stay together? Now this is obviously a big rocky snake, but he's made up of lots of different rocks. And if there's one thing I know about rocks, is that rocks don't stick together. If you've got rock, it's like one big rock, and that's nice and firm and sturdy, and you can, I don't know, smash windows with them. But they're not... They don't stick together. I mean, maybe if you use some glue, but then he wouldn't be able to move around all snaky-like. He'd just be a pile of rocks, which is useless. So how does he do it? Is it some sort of magic? Is he an enchanted Pokemon? Um, is it magnets? Um, I mean, that'd be really boring if it was. Uh, maybe you could just get Magnemite along and you'll fall apart. That'd be a right laugh, wouldn't it? Ah! Um... That's pretty much the two options, really, isn't it? I mean, that's all I can think of. Um, of course, it's probably really stupid because Luke's probably already told you what the actual reason is. So now I just sound like I'm not paying attention to the episode. Um, so apologies if you've already heard this, but I just want to know, how does an Onyx stay in one piece? Catch you later. Andy's conundrum is interesting. It does mention in some Pokedex entries that it uses magnets to find its sense of direction underground. I also asked my girlfriend Shen what she thought about how Onyx keeps its rocks in order. Well, I mean, I have two ideas about it. Like, maybe the first one is like... Maybe, like, each rock has its own little mind, kind of like a hive mind. They all follow along after the main head. And then the other one is that, like, maybe... Onyx is actually like this really long, like thin worm thingy, and then he just uses the rocks as like defensive armor or whatever, and that's why they're all like swirly, swirly because they're just on his body and he's tiny. It's easy to make jokes about Onyx's design, and it might not have been the most successful Pokemon in battle. Despite that, there's just something cool about the big fella, and it looks right at home on any serious Pokemon team. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed Luke Loves Pokemon, please do give it a rating and review on iTunes, and tell your Pokemon-loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Drowsy and Krabby, get in touch. We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email the show at lukeloudspkmn at gmail.com. I love Onyx. And remember, I love you too.